Eavesdropping on the chat at a dinner table in Suffolk, England. Tonight, we have tall tales and prophecies. Joan Chavu and that wandering singer Brian Cohen, along with myself, can be heard discussing the Ouija board, Gypsy Lola and Polaris. I, Keith Dursley, am your host. When people were doing the Ouija board. Yes, oh yes, me through that one as well, yes. When I was at County Hall um, in the 60s, four of us, people I worked with, they were out this cupboard and they went in this cupboard and got this table. Our boss said, what earth are you doing? Because that didn't work, you know, but of course you think that does, that did, didn't you? The time. So what that turn? Nothing, we didn't know. We just thought it was waiting for it to move or something because I didn't. You all put your hands on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was just a laugh, really. Well, my friend Phil, the guy, when his mum was on holiday one week, you know, he used to he had big parties every night. Yeah. And uh, one night they brought a Ouija board round, and um, they all went. And he felt a presence in the bloody house. There was just him in the house, and he felt a presence. His hair was standing up. You know, he said it was hell. He had a terrible night. Uh, after that, he he got a lot of advice off the vicar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the vicar wouldn't approve. No, that's right. He, no, no. Well, I don't know if he actually did a um, what you call it of deconsecration. No, what they call it. Um, excom- um, yeah, e- e- exorcism, yeah. Exorcism, that's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's been. I wouldn't do anything nowadays or anything like that. So, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I can't even watch these um, programs about you know when they go into these haunted houses and that's all dark and they, because I start imagining it and that starts to happen yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, would. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. funny because we were all down the lairs and we were talking about this time. It was we had a tent down there and a campfire down the river, and we were all talking about. And of course, as it got. Got late at night, we've been laughing and talking about the Ouija board. We didn't have an Ouija board down there, but um, we were all talking about it and we all got bloody highly strung. And um, must have been midnight, and Phil started laughing, and this laugh seemed to echo under the bloody hill we were on. As he was going, shit in our pants, yeah. And Phil said, Phil said, don't worry, he had a Bible with him. He started reading it and we all held on to Phil. He read this Bible out and it passed <laughs> over and we, you know. God, it's scary. It's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is scary. If you play with things like that, you're, you're playing with your own yeah, sanity. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, one sort of, you know, can be easily dismissed, so to speak. But if you, as a do, I think, um, you know, believe that there are these different levels of life existing 
you know, beyond our comprehension. So oh, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. If you believe that, then you kind of think, well, there's there's an eighthly worth of truth here, you know what I mean? And uh, I wouldn't want to stir it up. I think it's all these different dimensions, you know. That's right. I mean, uh, you know, then there is... Um, you get glimpses of things, but you don't... I mean, it's like people who do astrology and um, um, palmistry and, and whatever. It never seems to really do them any good. No. You know, no. They, they end up that they can help people a bit, maybe, but in, in the long run, it doesn't seem to make very much difference. I mean, there was, there was gypsy... Um, what was it? Lola. When I was at the hospital... Isn't there always... Sorry? <laughs> I say, isn't there always yeah. a gypsy Lola? There's always a Lola. Well, she, was, she was famous in Ipswich at one time. For, for yep. You know, she lived along Woodbridge Road. Yes. And um, she came into the hospital. And um, there was this nurse there called... Um, it was on Simpson Ward, you know. She was on Simpson Ward. I think it was Simpson Ward. And there was this nurse there who I saw quite a bit. She came in sort of... Um, the clean up things like that um, Sandra Day right and she um, she said did you hear about Lola and I I vaguely remembered I'd been on the ward and I had seen her and someone said oh, you know of course that's Lola and she was famous really in Ipswich because she's very accurate but uh, what had happened was Lola died on the ward and um, this fog suddenly appeared as she was, you know, breathing her last, and that went all the way around the ward, over the different everybody's bed, and then went out of the window. And they thought someone said, "That's a bloody fire." They said, "Why aren't the fire alarms ringing?" You know, and and that yeah. that was her spirit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's funny that because, uh, well, not funny, but my mum worked at Cliff Lane um, Old Folks Home and a guy died there, right? They found him in his bed dead one day and there was this um, nurse from um, uh, Haiti or Dominican Republic and there was a moth, a moth, a big moth suddenly appeared and she went, ah! She thought that was the spirit of the... Old guy who died, you see. And Mum, I said, "Cause that was just a bloody moth." I said, "Yeah, but Mum, I said, have you had you ever seen a moth in there before?" <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you never know, do you? I'd rather not know. <laughs> well, they say Franz Kafka, the writer, when he died. Yeah. The day he died, he died in hospital, and an owl appeared on the ward. An owl is, a, you know, known in Czechoslovakia as a as a messenger of death, of you know, a sign that someone's going to die. And an owl actually appeared on the ward. I mean, these things happen, and and, and um, they make a record of it. But people hear them, but they just sort of say, "Oh, that's interesting." They shrug, but you know that they could be deeply significant things well yes point in the way of something that people don't want to know about <laughs> I'd rather not know but it is so un it's so unclear 
Yes. Um, Seeing is believing. Sort of the, I mean, in our sort of existence on Earth, so to speak, um, when there is something that doesn't quite fit you know, a particular pattern of life, it's very hard to take it on. Yes. You know, it's hard enough to take normal life on, so to speak, you know. That's right. Um, a bit like you were saying about um, when you got into astrology, it became so uh, um, absorbing that you had to decide between the astrology and your writing. And you know, you've only got a certain level of understanding. Yeah. You know, the idea of spirits or past lives and different dimensions is not easy for people to take you know and it's better that they just put them aside and get on with their life here so to speak yeah. I, I went for a reading with a woman in Woodbridge Road Dusk Rainer a fortune tower went with another guy from the hospital and uh, we both had a reading and um she said to me, she said, you could go on the platform if you wanted to. It's just station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a train leaving. Yeah. I said, no, no, she meant, she meant, you know, give readings and all this sort of thing. And she said, right, yeah. I warn you, she said, that will, will, will take up a lot of your energy and your, you know, your life. She said, how old do you think I am? I said, trying to be complimentary, you know. I said, oh. yeah. I said, I, I don't know, you must be in your late 40s. She said, you're right, she said. But she said, you knew, she knew I was being kind. She looked about yeah. 60. I mean, if I'd been honest, I would have said she was 60 or 70. Mm, yeah. She lost a lot of her life force. Dra it, it drains you yeah. off. You're doing it on behalf of other people. Yes, yeah. And, it, you know, and, and the worst of it is it doesn't really help them. No, right? no, It might well, give them a, a little bit of, you know, an amusement and a, 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 it might help in some shape or form, but it isn't worth the toll it takes, I don't think. Right. That was it. That was why I turned against it a bit, you know. It's fascinating, yeah. but that's about it, really. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I've got a book out about some vampires. It's called "And in That Grove There Was a Bat." And uh, to give you some idea, I'm just going to pick up the guitar and uh, tell you about him. From the sky that day, a scrap of black paper came whirling and tumbling to the ground well it looked like a scrap of paper it soon turned into the first of them vampires I mean blood sucking undead cloak wearing dirty parasites first one gathered round him what he called his people they got acquainted with his teeth and didn't hate him the 
town folk got together and formed a sort of admiration society for King Bad. Yes, teeth, nails and all. The police were a lot of help. These creatures were too clever for old Plod. Plod soon started biting here and there on his own account. Because these what they call parasites got into the police station, canteen, changing rooms. Soon we're hanging out around the sergeant's desk. It all took place in the town of Collis. Collis Edge. The people didn't know, a lot of them, what they were entering into. This was not just a broadening of their social and religious life. They were signing their names to a chain of blood-sucking, undead, cloak-wearing parasites. You can get Keith's book, And In That Grove There Was a Bat, the story of Derek Langard, the King Bat, from Amazon as a paperback or ebook. Check it out. This other guy that I went to Dusk Rainer with, he was uh, one of my workmates, and she told him, she said, you, you have a life, you have a career as a, as a pianist ahead of you. He said, what? She said, you, you, play, you, you play the piano quite well. He said, no, I don't. She said, you had piano lessons? He said, yeah, I did. I had it for, you know, a couple of years as a child. I was, she said, well, you must go back to the piano. That's where your life leads. Did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, I, I bumped into him years later. I said, Ray, I said, did you ever take up the piano? He said, I thought about it. He said, I, but he said, I did really didn't want to do it anyway. You know? Mm. But she'd seen a big career for him. And she'd also said when she... Obviously, you have to give your name. She said to me, she said, I see a, a light, a spotlight on your name. She said, but your name is in a different form than the one you've given me, a slightly altered. Well, I, I gave her Keith Dursley, so after that I started signing myself K.M. Dursley. <laughs> But that didn't make any difference. <laughs> I remained obscure, you know. <laughs> or as I like to say, not even obscure. <laughs> but I must say, she did come up with a few things that frightened me. They were so true. I can't remember yeah. what they were. Except she said, oh, I see Lindy Lou. And that was Linda, who I was with at the time, I presume. Yeah. I never called her Lindy Lou, but um, someone might have done, you know. Funny old game. <laughs> this life is, yes, what's that old saying? Absolutely. Imagination, Horatio. I can't remember it now, it's Hamlet. No. It? Oh, is it? Yes. Then you're in your philosophy, Horatio, or something like that, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is, yes. Yeah. There are more things in heaven and earth Horatio, than I dreamt of in your philosophy. That's something like it. Why is the goat still open? No, no. Just for takeaways, coffees, or...? Oh, um... 
clothes, I suspect. Oh, I didn't notice as I said. No. Mm, I didn't notice. I went past it on Saturday, but um, yes. didn't really notice. Too well, they, they always used to sit outside anyway, didn't they, in the goat? Yeah, yeah. It might have been, actually. It might have been ready for takeaways. Yeah. That's such a shame, isn't it, for all these businesses? Oh, yes, yes, it's true. I don't know okay. how they're going to recover, really. Uh, no. Terrible. It really is... Uh, you can't tell what the fallout's going to do, you know, no, be, no. what's going to be left at the end of all this, you know. No. This will go down in history along with 1066, won't it? I think it will. I think you're right, Joan, yeah. You've got to just be so thankful that you're all right, haven't you, really? That's it, yes, no. yeah. I know, I know it's, it can be boring, but, you know, you have to think to yourself, well, you know, at least I haven't got it and I'm all right. Well, we yeah. We're quite lucky because we've got plenty of things to get on with, haven't we? I mean, we, yes, yes. I mean you've got your well, plants and your music. Yes. And things. I've got all my stuff I'm working on. I can put things on the internet. Yes, yes. Bringing out a song, you know. <laughs> Bringing out an EP, Brian. Oh, you're an extended player. <laughs> Bring songs, yeah. Yes. Is Brian what I do with Song? Yeah, you're going to do a song, Brian, for us? Um, Monologue? Yes, I'll do a short thing, shall I? Yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is a comedy one, so to speak. Or a tongue twister. Tongue twister. This one I got from... Uh, this is Peter. From, uh, I've got a lot of songs from a uh, chap. Uh, and Peter Coleman from uh, up in Norwich um, been singing most of his life I expect and uh, tremendous knowledge of old songs and uh, comedy songs you know um, it's called Bill and Bob did I do that one? Oh yeah, yeah I think so but do it did I do that one? yeah it's a good yeah, laugh no, go on oh, did do it, do it, Brian. It's good. He had a, Did I do, um, a Bill, and Bill said, he, I haven't got a Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mean I've done, I've done two. I've done two monologues, then, haven't I? Well, did I do... Um, no, no, you, you haven't done that with us. We heard it maybe at Devonham or something. Bill and Bob, you mean? Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Bill and Bob were brothers, and always did agree. All day long, they seemed as happy as can be. Sharing one another's joys, never known to round. But the last you'll find there's been an alteration now. Now, I'll tell you how it happened. It was through a tailor who said that Bill owed him a bill that was now overdue. Bob had somehow got the bill mounted to a bob. He told the tailor he would talk to Bill about the bob. He took the bill and said to Bill, there is a bill to pay. The tailor says you owe it, and he wants the bob today. Who says to Bob, I do not owe this man a bill. But Bob says, the tailor says... The bill is owing still. And Bill began to think a bit, and then he said to Bob, well, now I come to think of it, I owed a man a bob. And when Bob had questioned Bill and found he owed the money still, he said, why not give me the bob and I'll go and pay the bill? Well, of course, Bill thought if he gave the bob to Bob to go and pay the bill, that Bob would pay the bob and that would settle up the bill. Bob didn't pay the bob to settle up the bill. And as he went to spend the bob, well, the bill was owing still. The tailor called round to Bill and asked him for his bob. But Bill, of course, then said that he gave the bob to Bob to go and pay the bill. The tailor got angry, threw in a rage at Bill, 
because he gave the Bob the Bob the gun and settled up the bill. The tailor called round the Bob and asked him to pay the bill. The Bob said, if the bill is to be paid, it must be paid by bill. Well, the tailor landed one at Bob and caught him on the hop. But Bob had been a boxer, so he started on the job. The tailor Bob from Bob, but Bob soon bobbed him in the face. You never saw such bobbing as they bobbed about the place. All at once a bobby came, put his hand on Bob, and took Bob and the tailor off to give the judge a job. He'd find them 40 bob apiece. Never mentioned Bill. And though they paid the 40 bob, the bill is owing still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, yeah. <laughs> it's a great one, that is. Yeah. 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 That reminds me of that guy, what was his name? Um, he used to go... He said, who are you? He said, he said, he said me. He said, who? He said, you? He said, who? He said, do you remember yeah. him? It's real sort of, um, yes, uh, music hall type stuff, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, was it somebody, in fact, he was just one person and he used to kind of turn his head and kind of, yeah, but no, who are you at all? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Was it something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, who? He said, you? He said, me? He said, thee? He said, who? He said, you? <laughs> I have to look that one up. <laughs> sort of Bob, somebody, I think. Bob, oh, I can't remember now. They used to make a career out of something like that in those days, didn't they? In the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you mastered a, a piece like that, you could you could live off that for bloody years. Yes. Yeah. Yes, nowadays you say it in one place and you've got to be you've got to be careful. People say, Oh no, I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah, it's all on the internet. Everyone's got it. Wilton, Wilton, R- Rob Wilton, I think it was. Rob Wilton. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly came to me. There was that, that, that you know, that Daphne Bucket or whatever her name was, used to be on a TV thing. Yeah, yeah. She was a sort of student of his. Oh, was well, she? Yeah, is. Rob Wilton, yeah. yeah. She's quite a good actress. I remember her saying, you know, he was, he was brilliant. I'll strike up another tune. Yeah. I don't know, um, Excelsior? Yes. Or. Next Chelsea thing. Yeah, this is cool. I'll just do a couple of verses of this one. The streets are dirty, the heavens are wide. This is just a fairground world. We're here for the slide, oh yeah, Excelsior. (laughs) I said, don't get funny, we don't want no lip. He just smiled as if he was something ultra hip. Oh yeah, Excelsior. Borrowing a cigarette, looking for a drink. What is it with this guy? 
What do you think? Oh yeah, Excelsior. yourself you'll swing it boy you will duck and die oh yeah excelsior 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 what I how does that uh, relate to the song? I don't know quite what Excelsior is. Where did it come from? Excelsior. There's, there's a famous poem about yeah. um, this chap who does various um, pilgrimages and each time he ends up with a banner with a strange device on it and the word Excelsior, which means higher and higher, really. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought, you know, as a, and as a ter- you know, as a sort of... Um, Word that magicians use, Excelsior. As well, <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, yes. So I just thought I'd incorporate it into one of my songs. Right, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, Brian, you said you were in Van the Bomb. Yes. Yeah, I was in it. Yes. Only for a short time. Yes, I was. Wasn't with my friend Julian, we used to meet at the Red Lion, no, the Golden Lion pub in Ipswich. Yes, um, yeah. I don't know, once a month or something, um, and had a badge. I used to wear the badge when I was at my first job. Oh, yes. Right, wasn't it? But, uh, yeah. yeah, but I don't know why I joined it, really. I think I just went along with my friend, really, you know. Yeah. We didn't go on any marches or anything. That was very short-lived. Yeah, I just went on. No, no. One march I went on. Did you? Not a very great sort of, you know, not like the order master marked or anything like that. No, no. Uh, I don't even remember quite where we went. I think we ended up in Trafalgar Square. Oh, did you? That wasn't yeah. the one Mark Bolan went on, was it? Not that I can remember, no. no. <laughs> uh, it's all very sort of uh, cloudy, that particular area. Because uh, Mark Bolan went on one with Joan Byers, and uh, before Mark Bolan was known of, yeah. he was just a little punk. And he was well, I amongst I the front. I remember Joan Byers more than. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> but, but Joan Byers was a bit annoyed because Bob Dylan wouldn't go, <laughs> go on the march. He was yeah. in England at the time. Yeah, yeah. It must have been 1965, I think, when he did the um, he did the, um, Queen Elizabeth Hall. Yeah, there was a lot of activity, wasn't there, about? Vietnam and bombs. And oh, yeah, yeah. Bombs. That was a big poetry. Enough, I, remember, I remember one call, which just come back to me, and it, this was about um, Polaris up in Scotland, you know? Oh, yeah. I can't think of it now. There was a, you know, there was a chant that we used to do, as we went along the road about Polaris. Do you remember the big poetry international at the um, Royal Albert Hall, 1965? Known about that. Loads of hippies went to that. Down yeah, in Ginsburg yeah. and 
Yeah. I heard it on the radio or bits of it. Yes, yeah. It wouldn't have occurred to me to actually go <laughs> those days. I know, yeah. Oh, I've got it. It goes, there's the people of the tune, they wanted half a crown, they wanted half a crown. They wanted half a crown. All the people of the tune, they wanted half a crown, but they do not want Polaris. <laughs> what it was about, I think it was about the sort of amount of money that was being spent on Polaris, you know, and nothing going up to the regions or anything like that. Do you remember Geeves, Brian? Yes, indeed. It's a, it's a gentleman's outfitters, wasn't it? Yes, yes, oh yes, yes. My brother. Very, um, I only know about it. We saw it in a film today. It was uh, they just went in there um, and because um, my brother had a shirt from Geeves, a yes. yellow and green striped shirt, and that was um, you know the the way it was stitched together and everything was absolutely superb. See, yes, yes. I mean, it cost about eighty quid or something. Yeah, oh well, yes, yes, it would have. Yes. In this film we watched, would you have seen it? Yeah, we were watching this film called The Man Who Never Was. I don't know if you ever saw that. Title rings a bell. Yeah, about this... Um, they got this Irish um, alcoholic and made out he was a British soldier and sailor who had yeah. all these secret um, plans, you know, about D-Day and that. Yes. The Man Who Never Was. I mean, it was written by quite a sort of... I sort of respected writer, wasn't Oh, yes, I think so. It's all true, you know, they did it. Yes, yes. Pulled off. It wasn't a John Le Carrier or anything like that. Oh, I no. don't, don't think so. I might have been. No. That was quite a good film, though. Yeah. Yes, it would either be in, what is it, St. James's Road, a lot of shirt makers in there. Or what was the other? What was the other place it was known for? Sort of suits. Savile Row. Savile Row, of course. Yeah, would have been in Savile Row, right? Yeah. I got it from Geeves, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading one of um, Lawrence Van der Post books. Yes. When he's in the depths of the jungle, he's just escaped from the Japs, and this, um, you know, he's practically starving. And he ends up in this um, town, and he sees a British soldier. And he says, I say, old chap, you, you couldn't, um, I don't suppose you could lend me two pounds so I could go and get a meal. He said, I'll, he said after the war, I'll, I'll, I'll see you in whites. <laughs> in whites <laughs> club, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen anything of Jane? I know, no. Huh? We're sort of, um, we're, you know, we're sort of on pending at the moment. Pending. Right. Um, pending for Wednesday, in fact. I don't know. Um, I once sorted out, well, before Christmas, before the New Year, rather. I sort of, um, uh, when I was talking to Carol, we thought we were sort of, said, right, well, I'll be in touch in the New Year, perhaps, you know. Um, and although I sent a couple of texts funny enough today to her, but um, she's a bit more um, concerned about it, you know. She's sort of these yes. uh, more people, so to speak. I think. Yeah. But I mean, Jane and myself, you know, sort of, 
mean, I, she doesn't see that many people. No, um, no. And I suppose I mean, she's, she's in what you call your bubble, isn't she? From yeah, she is in my bubble. So yeah. Okay, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I go out here, get in the car, drive to her, go in there, come out and drive back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. It's very concerning, isn't it? I mean, it's... I think it is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Especially as it's not getting any better, you know. That's the thing. No, right, no. And this new strain, and there might be further strains to come. Well, yes, yes, there might be, but... Um, and, uh, I heard an interview this morning on um, uh, Broadcasting House. They was talking to a chap who was involved in it. Um, he says, well... He says, you know, and, you know, I think this point was brought up about sort of other strains coming out. He says, well, he says, we've got to deal with what we've got before us, he says, instead of, you know, you can't sort yes. of worry about something that isn't yet here. No. He said, but, you know, we can't dismiss it. No. He said, but we're trying to deal with this new strain, he says, and um, uh, it does seem like that um, this Oxford um, uh, vaccine is going to be very good because of its uh, availability and the way that it can be moved around yes. um, without too much trouble. He says, you know, we want to see results, he says, obviously. He said, that's what we're looking for. Yes. Seeing results, he said, um, should be okay. Um, he was also questioned about the space of time between the two injections. Mm. Um, and he's, he brought up that um, it has been found not with this one, he said, we haven't been going long enough yet to um, uh, to give this one the go-ahead in um, scientific terms, he says. But he says, vaccines in the past, he says, we have found, he says, that the length of time between them, the first and the second one, he says, he says, when they're long, he says, the second one has a better effect. Yes, I heard that. Um, yeah. But it's all again speculation as we've been going on. Um, to everybody, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think the new strains are quite as bad, are they? Aren't they? Yeah, they, I haven't heard actually. No. Yeah. I mean, they're bad enough, but I don't think they're, you know, quite as strong as no. the original. Oh, that's, oh, that's good news, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What about the Trump thing? Have you been keeping Oh, my up? goodness me. He's going to play oh. golf on the day that I know. the new I know. president is going to be in. I think he was looking for a way out. I think so. It's terrible, would not it? Oh, terrible. Absolutely. But anyway, they're going to impeach him, so hopefully that'll go. go. Let's hope it works They tried time. once before, though, didn't they, Brian? Yeah, they did, yes. But I think um, I don't think they, they were very confident the time before. No. Um, but they just did it to bring it out, to have in his record that he was impeached, that, um, you know, that he wasn't behaving in a correct way. And although the impeachment didn't go through, um, it's getting pretty close. Yes. You know, his, yeah. Yeah. his behaviour was wrong. Yes, yes. But they're, they're more confident on this one. Well, yeah. But he certainly does need to be impeached because, you know, he needs to be stopped from holding public office, doesn't he? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He told them to march on the um, Capitol, didn't he? He did, yes, yeah. No, 
And then he sang, oh, well, all those... He, who... ca he came out with this sing-song voice, didn't he? He said, this is not the American way. Oh, no. Did you... Please, it was so sickening, wasn't it? Oh, I was Yeah. Oh, you, you know, I thought, oh, my God, I'm going oh, to throw up. I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, so, then the other time, wasn't it, the one in between, because um, after they had marched onto the Capitol, um, Capitol Hill, what it's called there, um, it was about an hour or two before he tweeted, you know, go home, you know, um, blah, 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 stop this, you know, this is my thing. And then he says, you know, we love you, we love you, you're really great, you're really... <laughs> Praising them. Yes, I mean, I know. They got inside the White House, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, there's a, again an inquiry going in to how how was it? With the police. Well, you, you wonder, don't you? I mean, you think to yourself, well, the police, you know, um, as much as they are the police, you know, they might be thinking, I mean, they want to keep Trump. They've got, they got a secret service all around all places in Washington, haven't they? They're in a oh, yes, 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 yes. They must yes. have been told by Trump to let them through or whatever. That is believable. That is believable. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. So, but anyway, let's hope that sort of God, that would be really very good. I should know actually, this um this coming week, I think as to the um as to whether the impeachment can either go ahead or whether you know the next stage can take be taken up. It's not long, is it, before the new president? 20th of no, January. No, I think it's only, it's only a couple of weeks, I think. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And of course, Trump's not going. He's not going to go to it. I don't no, think he'd be let in. He's, he's, yeah? he's deputy's going, isn't he? Yeah, his deputy's going. Yeah, not yeah. He wouldn't want him there. You know, it's it's 1883. This was the last time this happened. Was it? Yeah. I mean, if you if you produced a film or a book of what's happened, I mean, you just think, oh, they've gone too far there. They've gone too It'd be far. Be a comic far. book, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's just uh, it's just like cartoon characters. Yeah, yeah. How's your books going anyway? Anything new? What's this? Um, no, it's gone a bit dead at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I mean everything has gone dead. Yeah, yes. I, I've been I've been concentrating, Brian, on getting this um, EP out, these three tracks. Oh right, right. I'll be bringing that out soon. Right. Yeah. I, I need to get a bit of a video done. Yeah. For promotion purposes. Oh, right. It'll be singing one of the songs. I mean. Yeah. Once I do that, I'll, I'll release them. Well, I mean, if it sells five copies, that's something, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. At least, at least I will have something available that people can get if they want. Yes, yes. You know, there's no, yes, a, lot, a lot of people haven't bothered to do it. I mean, anyone can do it. Yes, yes, yes. Anybody can do it if they've got one a couple of their own songs. I mean, you, yes. obviously you can't put on a song if you haven't got the rights to it. Oh no, no. I mean, you're uh, you're suggesting here most people sort of people who write songs sort of, that yeah. they can make up a yeah, yeah yeah. Oh yes, yeah. If you write write your own, like um, 
like uh, as, Dave, as Dave Balaam, like I do now and again. Yeah, yeah. What's the, um, there's a certain amount of years has to pass, isn't there? Um, after the songs have been published? I think they, I think they lengthened it out. I think they lengthened it out. The copyright, you know, unless if, if it is renewed anyway, then it can go oh, forever. But if yeah, it isn't yeah. renewed, it's like Ryder Haggard's books, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think after a certain number of years after his death, all his books went in the public domain, so anybody could print them. Yeah, yeah. You know, which they do a lot. You, you see his books in all sorts of paperbacks and yeah. whatever. Because we, you know that one we did of Smile, Brian? Me and Keith did. Yes, oh yes, yes. Yeah, well, Keith got an email about that. We shouldn't have done it in a way. Oh, right. That said a copyright, that didn't say that I had to take it off, but it said they had just registered that we had used a copyright that we didn't have. Oh, right. So it's a bit scary, but I've left it on anyway. But, yeah. but I've done other songs and I haven't got anything like that. But it's only on no. the smile. It's obviously not all everybody cares or takes it up, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, really, because there's lots of songs you'd like to do, but you're a bit hesitant to do them. I mean, people are yeah. on YouTube. They say it's a cover of so-and-so, and, -so and they, they don't care, they probably haven't got the rights to it. I don't understand right. it, really. Yes, that's, that's what springs to mind. I mean, there must be hundreds of songs being sung by various people. Yeah, they um, just say, here's a cover. They just say, here's a cover of so-and-so, so-and-so, and, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, in a way, the artists should be glad because that's getting their song and their name about, even if that isn't them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. I know. Imitation's the sincerest form of flattery, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yes, I've heard that one before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we do without Zoom, really, Brian, you know. Yeah, no, you're right. Being able to see Gwen and doing the music, yeah, yeah. you know. Tony, are you doing any, um, any playing or anything? I'm joining Keyboard. Keith on a few songs now, but definitely, yes, yes. well, you know, and we Zoom. Right. Yes, yeah, so... Um, are you on your keyboard or anything like that? No. 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 My, my, my granddaughter's got that at the moment. She's learning and I'm pleased like that. Oh, that's good, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I'll, I'll use the tambourine on a few songs when Keith does and I'll sing sometime. Yeah. I want to hear that fiddle. Oh, yes, yeah, so I do, actually. We're thinking about getting some strings. Yes, yeah. Need yeah. some strings. And, yeah. The fiddle is very special, you know. Whenever... Um, the sort of music sessions, you know. I mean, not putting the guitar down, of course, but um, no. there are tons of guitars, you know. And um, you know, there's a chap who plays the fiddle at the ship, and there's a chap um, at uh, the Wednesday thing plays the fiddle, and it just adds a kind of sound, you know, that you would like to hear in the pubs. You've been listening to Tall Tales and Prophecies, a Red Wine Dialogue featuring Brian Cohen, Joan Chavu, and yours truly, Keith Dursley. For more info, go to www.dursville.com. That's D-E-R-Z-V-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E.